This is a Broad Pods production. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is a Broad Pods production. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. Broad Radio. Here for more. Hi, it's Jo Stanley here. Thanks for joining us on Broad Radio On The Go. Now, you know what? I am a big believer in actively finding techniques and strategies, whatever you can do, to put in your tool belt to help you get through life because, let's face it, life is a struggle, right? So I loved learning about this theory where you actually make time for your worries. It's called Worry Time. And there's an app to help us do that. It's called Contain Your Brain. It's been created by clinical psychologist Dr. Lillian Najard, who joins us to take us through how to do Worry Time. I hope this helps you with your worries today. Lillian, tell us about Contain Your Brain. It's uh, a beautiful app. It looks amazing. But tell us, what, how does it work? Okay, so Contain Your Brain is basically a psychological strategy that I've been recommending to my clients for years with anxiety and worry. And like you said before, it's often referred to as worry time. And it's a strategy that basically helps you create boundaries for your worries. So instead of letting them take over every minute of the day, you set a time and a place to worry and only worry in that time. It's really about, you know, not telling yourself to stop worrying because we know that that doesn't work. And I'm, I'm sure um, Joe or Mimi, like it's a very common experience to, to try to get yourself to just stop thinking something. But what ends up happening is your stubborn brain just wants to say, hey, pay attention. This is important and make sure you keep thinking about this. But if you tell your brain thanks for alerting me to this problem and I'll note it down and worry about it at 5 p.m. on Monday. Your brain doesn't actually need to bother you about it anymore because it knows that you've taken it seriously. So it's essentially like a strategy that helps you contain your worry to hopefully less than 30 minutes a day and to one particular time and place. And so so once you write it down, it's like getting it off your mind. Yeah, it's like, so yeah, basically you set your time and place first. Um, Often people like to set 
more of an evening time, but not too close to bedtime. So around between 5 and 7 p.m. is a good time. And it's recommended for it to be about a half hour long, but you can vary that according to what you need, what's, what's helpful for you. And then, of course, worries are going to pop up during the day, you know, outside of your worry time. So all you do is you add those in. And we created the app. And I say we because I have a co-founder named Brenton as well, who designed it and made it look beautiful. Uh, We created the app to make it easier to do this strategy because I one day was talking to one of my clients about doing this worry time or contain your brain strategy. And I just realized that uh, the old school method of doing it is so cumbersome because it involved you having like little pieces of paper or note cards and a pen um, on hand so that you could write them down and then have a container to put them in. Whereas wouldn't an app be so much easier because people always have their phones. So you just add in your worries and then you just remind yourself you'll, you'll worry about that in your worry time. And then in your worry time, we actually extend the strategy a little bit further by helping people address their worries effectively. So we get people to sort their worries into one of three categories. So the first one is solvable. So obviously the ones that are solvable. Um, We give you some tips to help you find solutions for those issues. And the second category is the unsolvable. And I think that a lot of our worries can sometimes fall into this unsolvable category. And so we help you with tips on how to accept that your worries are sometimes unsolvable and sometimes you're not in control of everything. And sometimes all you can do is take care of yourself, be self-compassionate, be kind to yourself, and maybe do uh, strategies that can help you through it, like mindfulness or even distraction sometimes. And then the third category is solved, because often when you get to your worry time, either your worries have actually solved themselves by the time you, but by the time you get to worry time, or they actually never happen. So, in fact, the research shows that up to 90% of what we worry about actually doesn't ever happen. Mm. So we're, we're spending a lot of our time worrying about things that we really just don't need to be expending our mind energy on. And so we give people like tips on how to reflect on those types of worries so that when and that whole process and the practice of that will eventually help you in the moment. Because if you have that type of worry in the moment, you'll recognize that, oh, this is going to be one of those solved ones, you know, or this is this is one of those unsolvable ones that, you know, I'm going to just need to accept or I'm going to need to find a way to cope with because spending time worrying about it actually isn't helping me. I love, firstly, the premise that obviously we are going to worry. You can't not. That's who we are. Although I do like to, mm-hmm. I wonder why. Why do we worry? Well, that's a great question. I think that a lot of people that come in to see me uh, as a psychologist is uh, they want to get rid of anxiety and they want to get rid of worry. They're like, why can't I just get rid of it? And I mean, they're connected. So worry is kind of your, your thought expression of anxiety. And it's there to alert you, just like anxiety is necessary for you to survive. Your worries are there to help you by alerting you to potential problems so that you can solve them. It's just, so it has this really useful function, but of course, everything that's functional can 
be dysfunctional as well. So if we're worrying too much, too frequently, we're worrying about things that we can't do anything about. It's taking up a lot of time in our day. It's causing us stress and we can't sleep and it's causing us muscle tension and, you know, relationship issues then, uh, you know, or it's causing us to over-prepare all the time. Um, or procrastinate or avoid, then then that's when it's time to to do something about it and contain your brain is a good start. So how do you draw a line under that time? If you've set aside half an hour to worry, but you've got yeah. an hour's worth of worries, <laughs> <laughs> where does it end? That? <laughs> I'm not done well, worrying. Yeah, so I, I think you can start if you really think that half hours ain't going to be enough to start with, you start with an hour uh, and see how that goes. But I think your question is a good one. You don't want to go over that time. So uh, my suggestion is to have a plan for that afterwards. So um, for instance, you might say um, you're going for a walk. You know, if your worry time's from five to six, then you plan from six to 6.15 or 6.30 to go for a walk or 6 to 6.30 might be where you um, check out Alice's cookbook and you go cook something nice. Mm -hmm. um, but just have like a concrete activity um, for yourself to do so that you have this kind of finite time. So would the and ideal, sorry to interrupt, would the ideal then be to get to a point where you're able to let go even though you've got outstanding worries to let go at the end of your allocated time and not worry again until the next allocated time the next day. So you probably, so it's unrealistic to say you won't worry again. It's just about noting the worries as they happen and knowing that you have set aside time to actually spend on finding solutions or accepting or reflecting on those worries. So um, generally we try to get people to start with to have a worry time that's every day at a consistent time and in one particular place because that will develop kind of a new mind habit and routine for you and so it'll be easier and easier to stick to that time and also you have that kind of reassurance that you've got another time the next day for anything that's left over. Mm. What's really great too though is that you are setting aside the focus on yourself and not just ingesting all of this, uh, you know, the churning that we all carry with us every day and then pushing through and staying on that sort of that ridiculous conveyor belt of life, which means that you don't ever, you know, we hear about self-care all the time. And I was going, well, you know, self-care sounds like a great idea. But who's got time for it, right? <laughs> but That's the thing, though. That but is that's the, the point. You're actually honouring it and saying, no, this has to happen daily. Yeah, I think a lot of, you know, our instinct when we feel anxious or worried is to try to avoid and to try to squash it. But the research shows that when you try to like suppress your thoughts, it doesn't work, first of all. But secondly, it can actually cause you to start obsessing over those thoughts even more in the future. So it's counterproductive um, to let your worries kind of run, you know, through and let your worries kind of take over your life, but it's also counterproductive to try to squash them and suppress them and stop them. So this is kind of a way where you have, you get to set the healthy boundaries around your worries and process them in an effective and efficient way. Mm. And also it's working on the premise that I know that you and I would agree with on this, Mimi, that we are not our thoughts. 
Right. We're not our thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. I think Mm. that a a lot of time we are attaching a lot of meaning and power to our thoughts that, that make them seem like they're important and often they're not. And so it's another, this is just another way of just showing you that, you know, if you, if you actually delay your thoughts, it most of the time, nothing's going to happen. And in fact, the research shows that even if things even if your worries do happen, people actually uh, realize that they cope better than they thought they would, and they've actually learned something from the experience. So even for the stuff that does happen, it doesn't turn out as badly as what our minds can sometimes let us think. Oh, our minds are very creative. I mean, they just run, they're just so powerful in painting a disaster and a catastrophe that mm. honestly... Is this another way of exercising mindfulness? Absolutely. I think that that's one of the reasons why it's such a powerful strategy, because in order to add your worries throughout the day, you have to be mindful of them. Mm. So it's, it's not avoiding worries, which is what we often want to do, but is counterproductive. It's actually like, hold on. Oh, I'm thinking this. I'm going to note that down. And the more and more you do that, the more you understand how you think, the more self-aware you are, and the less uncertain and scary things will seem. Sitting with your uncomfortable truth. <laughs> it is, isn't yes. it? It's just sitting with it, leaning into it, feeling the discomfort. Yes. <laughs> and then worrying about it yes, later. Yes, absolutely. I think tolerating kind of discomfort and distress is often the key to a lot of issues that people have. Mm. It is my response whenever my daughter, who's 13, she's, you know, at prime catastrophe age, everything's a drama, right? <laughs> so a lot of the time she'll say, Mom, we've got to work this out. And I'll go, we've got, we'll think about that later. That's my, my, <laughs> one of my most common responses to her because she everything has to be sort of solved now. And I'm like, are you talking about something that's going to happen in 2023? We'll think mm. about that later. <laughs> and most of the time she's forgotten what on earth was the high drama. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Christmas is just around the corner, Lillian, and I can't let you go without acknowledging that this time of year, whether it's Christmas or whatever you celebrate, it's a, it's a time of family gathering, which brings a lot of worry for a lot of people. A bit of stress. Oh, is that an understatement? Huge amounts for some people and real anxiety. Actually, anxiety and sometimes, you know, you could tip over to trauma. Um, what little nugget have you got for us to get through this time of year? 
Oh, look, I definitely agree. I think in Australia, especially because it's also the end of the school year. So parents are, you know, up in arms trying to like go to all the end of school events and try to get everything ready for the holidays. Um, And probably 20% of us feel really high levels of stress over the holidays with like financial worries and too much, too much to do and too little time and work and family pressures and all that sort of stuff. It's topping the stress list. So I think the first thing that we can do is really validate ourselves um, instead of judging ourselves. It's okay to feel down and it's a, it, it makes sense to feel stressed during a time where there's so much going on. And it just makes things worse if you're judging yourself for it. And if you give yourself permission to feel the way that you feel, you often find that it gives you room to make choices that make you feel good about yourself or, or the help you comfort yourself during this time if it's a real struggle. The other thing that I think can be really helpful is that, you know, if you know that the holidays are always a struggle for you, then plan ahead, kind of expect it to be a challenging time and and be realistic about what you can and can't do and make sure that you communicate this to others. Because if if you don't know your boundaries and limits, then others won't either. And, um, you know, there's lots of shortcuts to getting things done these days, order online, buy presents that are already gift wrapped, get your groceries delivered, you know, organize like secret Santa instead of having to buy everyone an individual gift. There's a few different things that we can do to, to make it a little bit less stressful and, and, very importantly, like have a support system in place. So have a plan, um, especially if you get really low or depressed that, you know, have a plan that includes important phone numbers of your supports or crisis services, if that's what you're going to need or potentially need. And, and maybe have also like a step-by-step process to follow if your mood goes beyond the blues or beyond stressed to more of a severe emotional downturn. Um, And if you find it really difficult to get out of bed or take care of yourself, or you find that you're using substances more to cope, um, or if you have any, you know, suicidal ideation, then these are serious signs of depression that require immediate attention. So please, there's help out there. So please call those services, your local hospital, um, Lifeline, is always there for you as well uh, and make sure that you're using the supports that are available to you. Mm. And then finally, I'd say just do what you can to lift your spirits, Um, do things that improve your mood and they don't have to be holiday related. They can just be the things that you normally do throughout the year that make you feel good. So having a good laugh and being kind to yourself and others and, you know, treating yourself. Because it's not just that it can be busy around this time of year, it can also be a time of great loneliness yes. for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, watching other people experience joy can make people feel really mm. alone. And also a lot of people have lost loved ones and that can be a really difficult time um, for people who, who are going through that, you know, in times of celebration. Yeah, I, I uh, a few years ago, I trained myself to just take everything a lot slower. I feel like there's a real pace to Christmas and you feel like you have to rush around the shops and you have to rush to do this and you have to cook this and you have to see this and, you know, all of that. And I realised when I was doing that, I was shutting myself off to the people that I was connecting with and wasn't aware of those who might be lonely or those who might be struggling. And so I just really thought, okay, you know, I'm going to slow right down, which means that I can be a little bit kinder to myself and I can maybe hear when other people need a bit of 
a helping hand. You know, it's that connection to others, their mm. energy. And it just really has made Christmas so much easier for me and I hope made me a little kinder around other people as well. I yeah, think I'm sure. And then you look around you think, why is everything so calm? What's about to go wrong? And then you get the worry app and you write that down and you set a time I love it. for, for Boxing great. Day to worry about it. <laughs> boxing Day is good worry time. <laughs> oh, thanks, Lillian. It's been great to learn all about worry time. I, I love it. It's fantastic. It's been great to be here. Thank you so much for having me and happy holidays. And if it's not happy, that's okay too. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lillian. Thank Take you. care. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.